This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, November 20th, 2013. I'm Caleb Brown. Large sums of cash sitting in U.S. banks and the Federal Reserve's pension for doubling down on the last crisis is setting the stage for yet another one. So says Kevin Dowd, an adjunct scholar at the Cato Institute. He says the outcome, whatever it is, won't be pretty for our monetary system. We spoke during Cato's monetary conference held last week. In your talk, you sort of laid out how the Fed operates. And essentially, if I understand you correctly, uh, it's a continuous process of doubling down on whatever the last crisis was. Can you unpack that a little bit? I suppose you could say that. Uh, the point is that the Fed, we have this uh, oscillation that gets greater and greater and greater. So you have, uh, you worried a bit about the stock market. So you prop up the stock market with the green Greenspan put. When that goes pear-shaped and there's a crash, you, you do it on an even greater scale. Then you produce an even greater crash. And then the, the oscillation gets even worse the next time around. And we find ourselves in a situation where we're looking at a, a potential disaster. John Allison, uh, in his talk uh, on your panel, discussed the two sort of simultaneous uh, actions by the Fed and other regulators. One was to dump a bunch of money into the economy and two making commercial lending much harder to get involved in. Yes. And that seems like, as you say, to be setting the stage for a disaster. Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, and uh, it will also have all sorts of unintended consequences uh, besides crippling the banking system. It will drive money into a renewed uh, uh, boom of the shadow banking system with all the, the hidden repercussions of that. With the huge amount of reserves that, that banks are holding and for a long time have been largely unwilling to lend mm. in recent years, any regulatory change, even one that loosens regulation, could also contribute to a disaster. Is that right? Oh, yes, uh, in a number of ways. Um, on the monetary side, the, the those excess reserves, all that uh, monetary base created by the Fed has to be retired to avert a major inflation as conditions return to normal, assuming that they will return to normal, which is a very big if, as well as the the burden, Dodd-Frank and so forth, the crippling burden of regulation on banks needs to be released, so that lifted so that the banks can r return to normal lending practices. This huge amount of money that's just sitting there, yeah. these regulations that are, it, argue, it is argued, uh, preventing a lot of that money from sloshing through the economy uh, writ large. How do we take care of both of those problems at the same time? Because they, it seems to me that they would have to be dealt with, broadly speaking, at the same time. I agree with that. I think what we need is to, well, it's more difficult than that, in fact, because what we need to do is we need to think in terms of how we retire that excess monetary base that's being created. We need to think in terms of how we get rid of this regulatory burden that's been increased. We need to think in terms of how to deal with a crash of the financial system when interest rates rise, which they would do. And we need to think of how we're going to fix the banks uh, in amongst all of that, as well as deal with sort of minor issues like too big to fail. To ask the question that is the title of the paper on which you based your talk, mm. how should the financial uh, system be regulated? It should be regulated by markets operating under the rule of law with very limited government. 
Well, as you said in your talk, uh, you quoted an Irish joke, which was to say, I wouldn't start from here if I were you. And that's a bit of dark humor, but we are here. How do we get there? Well, uh, that's that's the $64 trillion question. I think a starting point, actually, it's not all bad. It's only 99.9% bad. First off, we need to have a correct diagnosis of the problems and where we want to be. We will never solve the problem if we don't even know what where we are trying to get our system to. That's the first point. And secondly, we need to fight bad ideas. So understanding comes first. A lot of economists who have been observing uh, what's been going on since 2008 uh, have pointed to the lack of price inflation as an indicator that things are better than what you and I think a lot of other people at the monetary conference are indicating. What would you say to them? First off, the, there has been inflation. There's been no deflation. Uh, inflation is underestimated because the government statistics are biased uh, downwards. We, we know this. Uh, so it's, no, it's simply factually incorrect to say we haven't had inflation. But in effect, this argument that is used is an exercise in Keynesian propaganda by people who are advocating that we should have even more stimulus than what we've already had. Kevin Dowd is an adjunct scholar at the Cato Institute. You can watch Cato's Monetary Conference at our website, cato.org.